Welcome back to Money and Mental Peace. I have a unique episode for you today, okay? I want you to know that a debt-free degree is possible with no student loans whatsoever. This can be attained with easy scholarships, unconventional um, money ways, free classes, etc. Now, I did put in the title that it's for homeschoolers and public schoolers, which why would I do that? I mean, obviously, that's just everyone then. But I wanted to indicate that because I do talk specifically about homeschooling in this episode and then also how any of it can be generally applicable to public schoolers too. I did both. I did public school, private school, homeschool, all the things. So I relate and I really would love for you to come along with me on this ride, this episode. This is actually when I was interviewed for a friend's podcast. So as she is talking, basically her podcast is for moms. So I'm talking about it with their kids, but all of this part is applicable when I talk about the different strategies and to get like free classes and all the things. But real quick, wondering, do you guys ever get anxious overpaying for college? Like you're looking at next semester and you're like, well, what's going to happen? Or next year, you're like, I could get a loan, but you'd prefer not because you hear people talking about getting scholarships all the time and you've never seen it, right? Would you like to know how to find easy scholarships to apply for? Scholarships that particularly work for you? What about know if you're following God's plan for your major? And even, you know, a few other fun things like getting an easy student job where you're essentially paid to do your homework. Yes, like paid to sit there and do your homework or paid to sit in class and take notes. Basically, follow a step-by-step plan on how to finish school debt-free. Okay, imagine if you walked into next semester knowing exactly how you were going to pay for the rest of college. What if you knew you were aligned with God's will for what you're studying? What if you finished school with no debt and felt confident in the decisions you were making in the career you were going into? Like, that's what we want, right? For college, for finishing college. This is possible for you too. And not just like making it up out of nowhere. I personally was able to graduate without loans and without like my parents paying for it or someone else paying for it. So figuring it out with these other options. And I even had $10,000 left in my bank account after graduating and I did not work crazy like full-time all through college so you know I actually got sleep also plus I felt more connected to God and was confidently following him so that's why I created the debt-free college blueprint so this is an online course where I teach you how to find God's path for college and graduate loan and debt-free in this course you'll be able to develop a God-focused debt-free mindset confidently keep a college budget choose either quality school that saves you money or you might already be in school so going through that school you're already in and finding free classes cheap textbooks amazing scholarships grants all the things all ensuring god stays at the center of your college journey plus these other tips and hacks over like getting paid to do homework or take notes or all the cool weird hacks i found okay plus i have a bonus for you you need to listen really closely because this is actually legit happening. You might be questioning how I'm saying this, but I'm giving you access to my entire scholarship database that I have developed and compiled myself for free. This is a bonus. It's a free extra access to my entire scholarship database for free. That's over 350 scholarships and over one and a half million dollars in potential scholarship earnings that you can look through. And then, then, you know, the course, I teach you how to look through and find what applies to you and how to apply for them, write scholarship essays, all the things, okay? Yeah, that's literally 
I'm handing to you on a platter this list that you can go through and find what works for you that I walk you through it and also teach you how to do it and how to apply for scholarships and other ways to pay for college. And it's over one and a half million dollars in potential scholarship earnings. So you're going to want to look into this. Head on over to debtfreecollegeblueprint.com to check it out. It'll be in the description below also. That is debtfreecollegeblueprint.com. I hope you guys enjoy. Let's get it. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college because you're drowning in debt and student loans? Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college, and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do, thought I wasn't finished in school fast enough, and thought I would never have enough money. Until some scholarships and real rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to do a quick disclaimer. Whoever I'm having on to interview next, I'm so glad that you'll get to hear all this great stuff they have to say. However, I want to clarify that all the opinions expressed in this interview are not necessarily mine, meaning um, if you also you go choose to listen to the podcast or YouTube channel of whoever I'm interviewing. I am not necessarily agreeing with all their views or opinions. I just wanted to clarify that because you always need to pray and use discernment with who you listen to. Obviously, with listening to me as well, you need to do that time. So I just wanted to clarify that um, we're dis- whatever we're discussing in this episode is just what we're discussing and I'm not sure all of this person's opinions on other areas of life and just to please please use the sermon and pray over if you should listen to them and their content and if you should listen to me too it applies to everyone thanks so much guys let's get in it and that these are decisions that can really benefit us in our latter years and and give our children a good start into adulthood and I really like the point you made the, the, the support your parents gets like again Letting go of the judgment. Everybody doesn't have to go to Ivy League school. Every kid doesn't have to live in the dorm. You might be able to support your kids by staying at home. And it may not be as as the, you know, what everybody's off to the dorm, this, that, and the other. Be living in a sorority house or what have you. That may not be everybody's need. And for some kids, it's overwhelming. And think about with the pandemic. So many parents spend so much money for the kids to be in a dorm and they're in their dorm room an online class it would a lot cheaper for them to just stay in in their bedroom and save you a lot of money in transit and worry so college is going to get more and more expensive and it may not even guarantee the jobs that church children are going to get coming out so we really need to be open-minded don't worry about the bragging rights worry about what is the best the best boat and it's nothing wrong with home cooked meals there's nothing wrong with going to school closer to home. 
It's nothing wrong if using those AP classes to get credit. Like, just talk about all the possibilities that it doesn't have to be 4.0 or else to take some of that pressure off, which really would save some money. And yes, so I, if, and especially immigrant parents listen to this, please listen to this over. Like, your children do not have to be the product of your American dream if they do a liberal art, if they don't go to college right away, even if they work. It's okay. Yep. I love it. I love like the passion that you bring behind it. Yeah. And isn't the quote unquote American dream sometimes also hard work? That could be a trade or entrepreneurship, having your own business. I'm not saying now push your kid only to that. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm just saying there's a variety. It's a melting pot. I entirely agree. And those people wondering about Ivy League schools and whatever, I'm sure they would get a great education there. But did you know that a lot of students getting four-year degrees could get their first two years, one or two years for free? That's a rhetorical question. I know people listening can't answer me. (laughs) Um, But there are ways to test out of classes. I tested out of half of my associate's degree. That means I studied something on my own, either that or the kids are studying online nowadays, studied something on my own, took a test for a hundred bucks, got three to six college credits. Now, since graduating college, I've learned that there's a company called Modern States that will give a voucher for reimbursement. I have a few friends that have gotten their whole bachelor's degree at a solid accredited university for anywhere from three, five or ten thousand dollars. That's the four year degree, not just one semester. There are so many opportunities out there because some some like very few some careers might want to know if you went to Harvard. but most of the time after your first or second job, nobody's looking at on your resume where you went to school. They're just looking at your experience. Just had to throw that out there. There's so many ways to do college for free or just really cheap. And maybe we need to change the, men- the narrative of I was able to get these school hacks and things like that. I guess have, a, have college debt free as the new flex versus how much did I spend? How much did I save? And and I like that it does not limited to the scholarship. It's the actual courses too, because textbooks and it just go it piles on and on. Especially professional school, it got no cheaper. So things like renting books or Amazon, you just have to think outside the box. So yeah. just swiping your card in the bookstore, it's it's it can be astronomical. And then this is having multiple children. Like I got kids that are close in age and I'm just like I don't even know what I'm gonna do right now I mean I got three kids going on the bus soon to be four and in 10 years it's gonna be them going into higher education is you're at a perfect spot right now with your oldest being 10 to just teach them and have plans and ideas like it's awesome I know you're like feeling oh I'm overwhelmed with it but like your kid's not even technically a teenager yet you have so much time and she's like a little CFO. I feel like Aww. I heard that game. I don't know if it's the Girl Scouts or being the oldest or something. She's just, I feel like she's she's so curious about things. How, how can I start a business and make money? And I think because we're so stressed, let me speak, because we're so stressed out with our own stuff, sometimes the things we actually want to nurture in our kids, we may not always get to feel like we have the chance to because we're just trying to get them to the next thing. Okay, I got to get you guys out the door. So don't despise the little things. And I wanted to, uh, if you could speak a little bit about homeschooling. With the pandemic, more families and working families have gotten a taste of the virtual schooling or some 
that are professionals or are homeschooling their kids and some of the fears that people have about the homeschooling, I think one, not their time, but also having to navigate college education. Are they going to get recruited for things? Are my kids going to get scholarships? Can you really speak about your experience and how your service also helps bridge that? Because it seems like more families are going to homeschooling. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was homeschooled. So I want to throw that out there like I understand. And if I would have known this ahead of time, I could have done more. So I want to, again, I'm not an affiliate of this person. I don't even know this person. But this lady is a an advisor at Excelsior College, which is one of the colleges that accepts almost unlimited transfers of testing out of classes. So she has this website called Homeschooling for College Credit. And basically, I'll explain more, but that's all you need to know. Imagine this. If someone is going into middle school, high school, the student, and they're studying American history, or they just studied biology or a certain math credit or whatever. Okay, maybe they're studying it in their homeschool. Now, let's go take a CLEP test. CLEP stands for College Level Examination Program. Let's pay 100 bucks, get take a CLEP test. If your kid passes it, Maybe that's just like the final exam in your homeschool year or something. They get three to six college credits. You go to modern states, they reimburse you. You just got three credits for free. There are so many ways to homeschool and then get college credit from that. Your kid could graduate high school in your homeschool and have a year or two of college under their belt just because you took a test after what your student learned and got credits. I just, some people are concerned on like scholarships for homeschoolers. I just want to let you know, it's at least for me, I don't know all schools and whatever, at least for me and my experience with schools, it has not been too crazy to get scholarships or look for scholarships or apply for a school having been homeschooled. You just got to, it depends on the state. I did have to have my parents send something in that said I officially graduated high school and then that was it. But there are, I just want to say, your, if you're homeschooling, your kid does not have a disadvantage. If anything, they might have an advantage by being able to study stuff and then tie it right into college. And they could go off from homeschooling high school into the main points of their degree they're looking at. I'm not, and I'm, and I'm going to the opposite extreme. I'm not pressuring you to do all this if you're homeschooling. I'm just saying, don't freak out. <laughs> homeschooling is just as viable to get into college, pay for college, find scholarships, test out of things, and not only just as viable, but perhaps even more so if someone really wants to try to get a whole bunch done ahead of time, it gives them more time. So is that what you meant (laughs) regarding homeschool stuff? Absolutely, because I would think also people, immigrant families, military families, because you have to transition a lot. So for some, the continuity of just let me have my kids at home so there's not so much change especially people are working more remotely and and some people they for faith-based reasons they want their children to be nurtured a certain way because Mm -hmm. the gotcha is whether you send your kids to traditional school at their home we're all homeschooling like they learning something in your house (laughs) yellow (laughs) we're just trying to add that skill set and strategy and know that 
we are not at a disadvantage being in the kingdom. We get to pull from a different set of resources and skill set. We're not made to toil. We're supposed to gather, not lather. We need to be in community because uh, we can get really isolated and into our fear and anxiety can really isolate us from thinking creatively and seeking resources. And as our kids get older, it's okay for them to partner, even if you have the means to pay for it. You, we need them to have the mindset to be able to handle it because these are large investments. You wouldn't want to send your child into a dorm. They don't know how to wash their clothes. They don't know how to manage their spending money or their time. And so every kid is homeschooled. <laughs> you don't see that. Yeah, at the end exactly. of the day. <laughs> and in that case, if it's not someone who's quote unquote homeschooled, like for their formal education, but everyone homeschooled as in learning things at home, that ties back to how are the parents handling money and even talking about money with their kids? What's the attitude? What games are you playing? Are you even talking with your kids? Hey, if you had a million dollars, what would you do? No, that's not an insane question. That gauges their ideas, their hearts, their mind, their passions. And there are ways if they have no debt and start investing early, they're going to be millionaires. It's not such a far-fetched thing. Start like talking with your kids about just the mindset of money. They don't have to be officially homeschooled to, like you said, be homeschooled. So just my two cents. Kara, you you dropped some gems. I'm going to have to bring you back for have you talk in the Facebook group because I think it's just an unspoken, it's an unspo- underspoken thing. But also I wanted to give you a chance to really highlight what it's like to work with you, the services you provide, because it's really important for us to, one, let's support other Christian business and services because we want a godly influence uh, around our kids. And I think especially you saw in the secular world, people were fudging things to try to get their kids scholarships and in the schools. We want to do it up for based on who our kid is and then how to like how to work with you and what works well with you, because this is an important service that you're offering. Thank you for asking that. I I love to just point people to my podcast because it's like free information. It's wherever you get your podcasts, except Pandora. Pandora has had an interesting contract. I'm trying. We haven't figured out to be on there officially yet. I'm not bashing Pandora. I'm just saying you can probably find me. And you did mention if you're asking specifically on my services, I do um, have the middleman type service where I find student scholarships. Like I do the research and they have to do the applying but I can do some of that legwork. And I'm working on creating a course called the Debt-Free College Blueprint to just walk people through it, like hand-holding accountability. I, I know you had mentioned previously coaching NECA, and I, I haven't jumped as full-fledged into that, I think, as you're looking into, because I feel led to more develop this essence of a course at this point. But I would love to just encourage people to listen to the podcast and send me any questions you have. I'd love to talk answer questions on the podcast too. And let me also plug NECA's information too. (laughs) She's looking at helping you guys be victorious in um, working and being a mom and victorious in Christ. So I think hopefully you might like some of the content I've suggested because I think it is one of the stressors that might be going around in your mind as you're trying to mom. But it's just one thing. So keep listening to her podcast to get all the other incurred. Yeah, I really love being on here. I thank you so much for having me. I did want to, again, I am not an affiliate or get any sort of payment on this, but plug Dave Ramsey and 
his baby steps. That's what encouraged me for this. And how you talked previously about what about paying a mortgage and investing for retirement and paying for kids college. He really has steps like this is what you ought to be doing first before the next thing so that I think it relieves some pressure from us. So I would love to encourage you to keep listening to NECA's podcast, be centered in Christ and be encouraged by her. And one of the facets of that is stewardship of money, getting your mindset on that and feel free to listen to more of my content for like the practicals. And that would be awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much, Kara. Remember, I believe it's Second Timothy one seven. I might have got the verse from First Timothy two and seven. God, yeah, God has not given us a spirit of. I can't after I finish what I'm saying, baby. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. And so, everything in our journey as um, parents, as believers, and career, want to have that. Um, we don't want to have that spirit of fear. So college feels like a big thing for us. For We want to be spirit-led about it. We want to allow to be in community of believers. We're not trying to do the shady things that people might be tempted to do in the world. And we want to prepare the child we have, not the fantasy child, the child we actually have mm-hmm. and the finances we actually have for the future. And care, we're given that we really look out for it and we'll try to have those things in the link. And then it is financial and mental peace. Money and, and mental peace. Money, excuse me. My husband, mm-hmm. my son scrolled over my thing. Money <laughs> and mental peace because God gives us both. And we want to also transfer that to our children. And Kara, thank you so much for your patience that we had the time. And thank you to my little mini co-host, Philip DeVicky. And then this is concluded episode of Victorious Working Mom. God bless. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.